Welcome to another episode of the Ooh. Nissan. <laughs> so loud. Good God. <laughs> I can rumbled my speakers. All right. Go for it. Just. That's. All right. Go for it. Right, go for it. <laughs> Fuck. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> All right. Go, go for it. I was like, right, I should have had my headphones in. <laughs> bleeding out of one side of my head. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. My name is Mike Delashmut, and uh, as always, my good friend and your co-host, Mr. Miles Hall. Buddy, how you doing? <laughs> well, other than slightly deaf from your intro, I am doing just great. Um, yeah. It has been. I'm glad we do these late at night. First thing in the morning, I don't think I could uh, I could handle you with, with one <laughs> cup of coffee. You're nocturnal. That's what it is. It's, so. I'm not. I'm not much of a morning person, but I can. Uh, I, I work better at night. I think. <laughs> I work better in the sheets at night. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll leave that off. We'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out, or we'll leave it in for the kids. All right, well, so well yeah. This is mostly a children's show, so we should be very. Yeah. Uh, what does the man mean? It's going to affect our rating. Yeah, exactly. We are. Yeah, uh, it's going to it's going to affect all of our our twenty five listeners. Oh our, my god, <laughs> we just lost twenty four of them. So. Oh man! Now it's just your mom. Yep. I still well, love you, baby. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. All right. So it's been a while since we've gotten together, Miles, and yeah, it has. Uh, I know we've got a lot to talk about, but for us personally, I just wanted to. See how you've been doing. Obviously, we just got through a Thanksgiving uh, break uh, not too long ago. Uh, I don't know about you, but I had a great holiday. I did a lot of moving, of all things. My Thanksgiving was pretty busy this that weekend in general. I, I forgot to – I meant to ask you, how was the eviction? <laughs> the eviction, right, right, right. <laughs> well, it was actually pretty, uh, pretty crazy because – Let's just start with a Thursday. It's Thanksgiving, and uh, it just so happens that Thanksgiving's at the house that I'm about to leave. So literally for 12 hours, we had family together, the kitchen, just all these smells and all this food. It was a really good time having this this family time and appreciation. So uh, you threw a rager at the expense of, uh, of your slumlord. <laughs> I had to, I had to get one more party in, one more hole in the wall, just to uh, to say that I was there. I think. Sure, sure, Uncle Dale, you can punch holes in the walls. Go for it, man! Rage. So for the next four days, it was nothing but cleaning, packing, sorting. I mean, everything from what it was on Thursday, which was this this nice warm house with family, to just being a stagnant house, not nothing in it. A box with sheetrock. Yeah, within four days. It was it was really crazy yeah. to see how fast it just went from one extreme to the next. Actually, it was really funny. Part of my cleanup, and you'll probably, I think because you're involved in this one. Uh, you know, we I actually spent some good time at that house, too. A number of uh, parties and get-togethers, and, and you were there. I'm pretty sure my landlord's not listening. My ex-landlord's not <laughs> listening now, but... You know, when I had that dartboard, we would have Christmas parties and play darts. I uh, had the, the dartboard on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally, you know, you would miss. And these were like plastic tip darts. Just your standard whatever you get nowadays. Oh, man. But I'm not sure if you remember this, though. But, like, as we're playing dartboard, it's not like we had like a piece of cork behind the dartboard. So no, when, you never do. You always intend to, but you never do. You never do. It's either going to go in the sheetrock or it's going to go to the guy next standing next to the sheetrock. <laughs> well, that just so happens. That's what I had to do. You know, it's like the one of the last days that I'm in at this uh, this house. Dude, I had so many holes in, you know, pinholes in the sheetrock from where all the times the darts would stick into the sheetrock because we missed. Oh, man. Talk about wood filler and just trying to. You used a wood yeah. filler? Well, it's a colored wood filler, so it blends in with the wall. All you do is kind of just put a glove on and kind of just okay. so fill the hole. Would- no, no, no. You go full ghetto, brother. You get a toothpaste. Toothpaste? I've seen that. They do like toothpaste with like uh, the, the yeah. resin in it, right? It's got some uh, yeah. just a little. Now, a good landlord who's been in the business a long time, they'll come and they'll lick that wall. They'll lick every single wall in that place before they let you out with that deposit. <laughs> well, you, you do have a point, though, because uh, the deposit has not been in the uh, de- has not been uh, the check's not in the mail yet. Well, we haven't his, the check his, yet. But his not, tongue probably hasn't thawed out yet. It just hasn't got his flavor back. I felt pretty but. suave though when I when I went ahead and knocked those 
covered up those holes. I felt pretty good at the time anyway, so hopefully we release this uh, episode until after we get the check, and then I'm all in the clear at that point. All, <laughs> all sales are final. All returns are final at this point, you know? <laughs> but what is funny, though, is that on those holes and the darts, I could tell that the it was the double 20 that everybody wanted because all the collection of holes were directly above <laughs> the dartboard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It was that double 20 everybody wanted, and it was always just the holes. Oh, my God. It was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the house has moved out. Um, kind of explains why we, myself anyway, been kind of MIA for just a bit, though, but uh, moved into the new place. It's uh, settled to a point, so I feel pretty good. And uh, I'm ready for the next, you know, Christmas and New Year's. And You're ready to ruin the next house. Yeah, Ready to ruin the next things. house. Absolutely. What about you, though, man? I know we've talked a little bit, but, man, what's what's your last three weeks been like? Well, I'm still in my bunker three miles down underneath the Earth's crust. I mean, just uh, <laughs> walk COVID and the apocalypse is going on. So, yeah, I was, you know, sunlight's a, a fond memory. But uh, I've got an entire wall of spam. Guess what Thanksgiving was? Spam. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're just continuing to move forward with our... Uh, our holidays i guess the next one's gonna be christmas i wonder what's on the menu spam we'll just uh continue moving on from there but no but uh you know that up the upper surface uh does look interesting a lot of uh a lot of things going on as of late speaking of that we got a lot of news to kind of cover since we haven't we've skipped a an episode or two so we need to get people up to speed and we need to give them uh, some news so let's uh let's 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 talk about what's happening in the world that you people are living in right now. All right. Well, Miles, I guess we should probably start and uh, bring the bad news first, which is uh, Miss Johnny Gable, who was the executive assistant to Mr. K, uh, has passed away. And uh, for those who don't know, Miss Gable was very, very influential into helping Mr. K bring Nissan and Datsun at the time into the United States uh, from their offices, uh, their headquarters in California. Since Mr. K had actually returned back into Japan, she still was always very, very influential with the, the Z community. It wasn't just until about a week ago that she that she that she passed. So we definitely want to give our condolences to uh, her family. You know, wish, wish him the best uh, through this time. Uh, actually, fun fact. Johnny had actually inherited Mr. K's signature yellow 240Z after he uh, went back to Japan. She, uh, she and her son Kenny had uh, ha- have been the the owners of it, and they keep it restored and maintained. And they do show it at all the uh, all car shows, cruises. You know, we've seen it a few times at, at ZCon in the past, right, Miles? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, plenty of times. Um, <laughs> yeah, me and Johnny had a. Uh, we worked with each other a lot, um, especially um, in the latter parts of Mr. K li- Mr. K's life. I usually needed like a lot of um, information, or anytime I needed any like little small details or um, old articles, she would be able to like pull that stuff up because she had everything. And believe it or not, um, she was she was the linchpin that made the Dotson Heritage Museum that was in California for a short time. Mm-hmm. She made that happen um, along with uh, some of the surviving members from the first Dotson uh, dealership that was uh, started out in California. That's right. It was crazy. Like, so when I would call her, she was like, Oh yeah, I got that article. I was like, Oh, I was like, Hey, I, I, I need to talk about this. And what was it like during this time period when I would be looking for some data and I, I would reach out to her. She's like, honey, I got all that stuff. Like, <laughs> it, it was, and she was amazing. And she'd always send me like, uh, you know, we'd, I'd send her like uh, a piece of mail and she'd send me a piece of mail back. And she always sent me like these Dotson Freeway stickers from like the 1970s. I mean, she was like the sweetest, nicest person on the planet. She was a pistol, yeah. you know, which is why it, it, she survived in, in that era. Of, and uh, you know, if, you ever, if you ever heard her talk sometimes when she was in that mode, you knew mm-hmm. for a fact that she could hold her head up back in those days. And I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I truly love being around her. I love seeing her every year at ZCon. She was a beautiful spirit. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm honored. I think we're honored. Uh, and as a community, we're honored to, uh, to have known her, uh, for her time with us. And she gave so much, 
you know, to yeah. the community. Always had great stories, and um, she'll be missed. Um, she she made our lives that much richer. It's so. funny you mentioned that too. You mentioned the mail, and I was just thinking about it when I uh, had <laughs> been a part of uh, you know ZCon twenty eighteen. I was responsible for organizing guests, and she was one of them. And I had to write just to get some words and kind of almost like it was essentially an interview. I spoke with her for about an hour and a half. Uh, She had mentioned, I think it was at the time, Mr. K was when he made that return to the United States. There was that Z's across America, which I think was early 2000s. She had mentioned it to me during the phone call. And it was just coincidence that I had a friend that was in California. Like he was going to visit her at at a certain point in time. You know, fast forward about two months later, that same person, I, I see him uh, at a local car meeting and he hands me a CD and it was from Johnny. It was actually footage of Z's Cross Across America. I told you. And I told you she, she has was everything. so considerate, man. It oh, was, she's awesome. It was you know, so- what's funny is uh, there's an infinite amount of people that knew her, yeah. you know, in our community. And there's an infinite amount of stories that we could all tell. But again, um, you know. She was a very beautiful spirit. We are all going to miss her. I mean, we're, we're definitely less richer than we were the day before. My condolences to the family. My condolences to the community. Condolences. On that note, we will continue to carry her torch and do what she asked us to do and, uh, and, and keep the community alive. That's so. what we got to do. We got we got to. Well, uh, Let's go ahead and let's try, let's try and, and maybe pick us up just a little bit. Miles, I know uh, you've had an article that you have been hammering, like jamming it down my throat, multiple <laughs> shares, multiple links, because I think you're just, you're nuts for it. You want to start off on this one? Of course. Of course I do. Now, for those that haven't seen it, it, it got a high amount of publicity and a high lot of track. high amount of traction, but um, Nissan, and, and we knew this was kind of coming. Uh, Nismo specifically um, basically launched a restoration program. Um, we knew this was coming because Nismo parts catalogs kind of where they thinned out, they started getting their inventory back again. So we were seeing that Nismo was producing RB26 blocks and heads, and we were starting to see some other Nismo products come along. The reproduction of the Datsun uh, S30 uh, JDM mirrors. I mean, all this like little mm-hmm. cool stuff is starting to come around or Nissan um, or Nismo took it one step further. They said, you know what? We're going to take it to another level. We're going to restore skylines right now. Not all skylines before we start getting crazy right now. They're starting with the easiest uh, or the most abundant skyline they ever put into production. The R32 right now, apparently they've only done the one, but they're taking one customer's R32 they're taking this down to the metal and they are stripping this thing all the way down. Now, when I say all the way down again, we're talking about bare metal stripping off all the caulking. Um, they are talking about dipping the body in what is known as it's uh, hold on. It was a big word and I am a uh, public school educated party. <laughs> so one second here. And I'll spell it out on the chalkboard for all the little boys and girls. Oh, my God. This is going to be the $5 million word. Mm. Hold How on. How many syllables? How many syllables? How many syllables? It's got to have more than three because uh, that's usually where I draw the line. Electro deposition bath. Mm. Uh. To me, it just looked like a cream bath. Moving on. <laughs> so after this comes out of the cream bath, it is then basically put Put all reassembled back together. Every nut, every bolt, every system is checked for integrity, and then the whole chassis is rigidity checked as well, and it's put back to stock. I think we'll talk about hours when it comes to paint and body. But for those guys out there in that industry, you know what type of time you're looking at, and I can tell you right now, um, they are they're pulling at all the stops now. After that car is put back together, they have a Nismo test driver take it on the track. They test it, and then they say, hey, when everything's the way they want it, they say, hey, customer, it's ready to go. Or you can take the ultimate deluxe super triple challenge, and you can get the the engine and the interior put up to spec. 
So they basically give you all your options for the engine. I guess price is no object at that point. You can get what you want. Interiors are about the only thing they aren't touching. Um, some of the stuff, they're, they're repairing original interior dash pieces because that stuff's not production yet, and I don't think it ever will be. And then for seats, uh, they, they really don't touch the seats, or they're basically taking materials and replacing them with the R35 stuff. So really, really cool. Now, million-dollar question, how much does something like this cost? Well, it's for the low, low price of... 45 million yen before you check your yen to usd calculator that comes out to roughly 432,578 on average jesus it's on average only one car has been done to date from what i've found out but they give you a little plaque mm-hmm. and then they and then they give you a one-year warranty well they <laughs> well they better <laughs> okay <laughs> So you said a plaque, right? That was actually one of my one of my questions. Are, are they serializing these cars? Whoa, 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 it's still the same VIN, Papa. Slow your roll. So apparently <laughs> it's a specially engraved plate uh, reserved for Nismo specifically restored cars. So I'm assuming this is something new that they're generating. But uh, but no, it, it really is something cool. Of course, at dollars $4, $432,000, most people are like, damn, right. But you know for a fact there's going to be a couple guys out there always wanted the R32. They just didn't want the rust monster that comes from Japan when you buy these cars. You know, I mean, right now for an R32, I'm talking Texas-wise, okay. you can get them for – you can get an ish box for about 12000 to 15000 for an R32. Now that's talking, not GTR. That's base that model. That is not a GTR. PST. That is a that is a base model Joe RB20. Dirt version. You're gonna get that, and then you're gonna have to build up that slowly through your eBay Joss purchases mm-hmm. to make it into a, a fake GTR badge, blah blah blah, right? Yeah. So you can do that, or you can go with the bad boy, pick yourself up the bad boy, which is about thirty-five to fifty thousand dollars on average right now, from what I'm finding. Um, but, I mean, there, there's a lot of them importing right now. When you get them, I mean, keep in mind, these are old cars. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had 30 years of abuse. And people think, oh, if you're racing, you're abusing. No, it's every punch, every every pothole that you hit, every incline, or all that stresses out all those welds and and chassis. So you have to kind of weigh that. But for the person with the with the coin in their pocket, it's pretty damn cool. But... I don't know, man. I'm not going to opinion. I'm not going to comment on it because I really think it's super cool that they're doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, for us, uh, us people living under the uh, three miles underneath the earth, and those people fixing their wall with uh, with toothpaste, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe we haven't quite got there yet. Right. But uh, yeah, but we, we were never skyline world to begin. But one of these days. So you mentioned you 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 used the phrase and it, it almost made me laugh. You said Nissan went the extra mile with these restorations uh, of this of this program, yeah. and honestly, that's putting it lightly. I, I'm looking at this article, and you and you and myself, we've done we've refurbished cars in a way, right? We, we get a car, you, you you repair it, you get it to where it's the cleanest version that you can get. These guys are. They're tearing down the transmissions down to every bearing, everything. every full case, full cleaning, completely everything. gone. Yeah, you, you every mean... gear. They're they're pre-cutting gears. They're putting it back to factory yeah. spec. That's that's what their goal is. You know those. Remember how we used to see when the GTR was launched and they yeah. would reassemble those engines in a in a vacuum in space and you know yeah. only one guy could touch it and they didn't let that guy out just to see his family on like christmas like that <laughs> that's the level that they're giving you <laughs> of course i'm joking about that. and but, also that also that can i just say <laughs> this is one item that i think well i know you don't mess with it but i can i definitely want to give nissan props for this is that they're actually tearing down the ac system you know the, <laughs> the they're taking these things out and refurbishing even the ac parts the you know the the heater the heater core box all that is being cleaned out dusted uh replaced uh it's 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 crazy the amount of detail 30 years of farts out of those cars yeah Yeah. and this is all happening in japan this is at the nismo facility and how you said the, the real deal in japan and trained driver on the track 
to Nismo tests. Driver. Yep. That is amazing. Now for the price, okay, so well, money's no object. If you're one of those baller out of control type of folks, I mean, it depends how much I'd have to have in the bank to make that happen. But if you have the means, mm-hmm. what is that first Bueller quote? If you have the means, it's so choice. So. <laughs> okay, so, so question for you: how, how many do you think will sell uh, if they've wow. had just one? I mean, within within however long this program, I exists. think this program this program is going to do a few of them. I don't think they're going to do a lot. It's kind of like the program when we did the Datsun 240Z restorations, yep. the the redos they did, which I, I still don't understand to this day. I thought we were going to sell like, I thought they were going to sell like hotcakes, but for mm-hmm. some reason, like they only sold the limited number that they did. Yeah. Anyway, that's just me talking. No. I'm going to nerd no, out for a second. No, no, that's cool. I actually looked <laughs> it up and I, I, I nerded out with you on this one. Can I, can I give you a comparison? No. Uh, oh man, check this out. So, Again, for those who don't know, when the 300ZX was being discontinued uh, in, what, 1996, uh, it was around 1997 that Nissan uh, literally picked used first Series 1 240Zs that were across across the country, and they actually hired a a team of uh, shops in America. These, These Datsuns were essentially refurbished and rebuilt. Nissan picked up 200 of these cars, and the average price... In 1997, for a refurbished Datsun at that time was going to be twenty oh, with with dealer fees twenty seven five hundred twenty seven thousand five hundred dollars for uh, licensed at that point yep. through Nissan. Right, again, just to compare dollars for dollars on this, and in twenty twenty dollars, that's roughly about forty five thousand dollars. Now, if someone offered me, if someone sold me a refurbished Datsun Z for forty five thousand dollars right now, that was cleaned by Nissan. You're right, how you mentioned earlier, I'm surprised no one, it wasn't really uh, as many people that took up on that program or only why yeah. they made 200. It's, they're, they're doing it, a lot of work. And it's funny, you know, at times we like to poke and prod at, a, at Nissan and be like, oh, I can't believe they didn't do this and I can't believe they didn't do that, you know, uh, in regards to, uh, um, you know, I wish they would bring this program back and I, I wish they would bring this back. But you have to understand, a lot of times, Nissan has done a lot of cool stuff that was underneath the radar as a test platform because they are a company that takes risks. They takes they take these challenges upon themselves. But if they don't see the consumer reaction the way they need it, guess mm-hmm. what? It's not going to happen. I mean, I always tell people, you know, when you're buying things, you're voting with dollars. So if you don't buy a car, if you don't support it, and then you're like, oh, wow, man, I, I can't believe it went away. Well, you should have bought it. You should have supported it. I mean, that's how the way it goes, yeah. you know? Well, anyway, like, like you said, though, we have huge props to Nissan for, for, yeah. and Nismo for, for taking part of this, to, for doing this. I mean, very few other dealers, uh, manufacturers w- would do this, this type of, of work. Yeah. Only, to- only a handful have done it. Mazda and a few others yep. um, have done at this level. have said they'll step up. But Nis- Nissan's the first one to ever do it at this level. And I really think they're throwing in their hat for a reason. You know, but the big thing is you have to understand if they're doing something like this, I like to, I'm an optimist in that, in that sense. I really think that we're going to see some really cool things from Nissan. Once they get their feet back on the ground, after this initial launch, after they shake off all this, Jesus Christ, shake off 2020 for like everybody else. Every, everybody has to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I could tell you right now, Nissan was in a better position than most manufacturers because of the goes in garbage. So it, it was kind of a blessing, a mixed blessing in, in a sense, because they were already tightening the belts months before. And all these manufacturers got, you know, uh, they got uh, side punched. You know, they didn't see it coming at all. You know, and Nissan was like, well, hell, we were already tightening our belts. You know, this, it doesn't hurt as much. Interesting way to think about that, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I you know, that. you just look at the business as a whole. But, you know, kudos to all of our uh, Nissan extended family and uh, all of the employees out there. Keep your head up. We're rooting for you. And for all our Nissan nerds, as always, vote with your dollars. Buy what <laughs> you like. Buy, support the brand. Moving on, I'm going to get yes. off my uh, my soapbox for a minute because we have a lot more news to cover. Now, you want to talk about articles you've been throwing in my face. You're a fanboy for it. I, I am. I am. Okay, so uh, the article I wanted to share with you is, okay, so this is actually a car that was built five years ago 
and is essentially going through a, a new a new phase of this car. And what I'm referring to is the uh, what's known as the Fugu Z, which is a an S30 first generation Datsun Z car. Right. It's owned by Sung Kang, who plays Han in the Fast and Furious series. I think everybody knows him by this point. The car in general is almost exactly how I would do if I had one personally. It, I just identified. It's like that's a, he just nailed it for me personally. So I kind of feel a connection with this car already for the, if, if anybody wants to look it up if you type in uh fugu z uh, f-u-g-u-z uh google it uh, you'll see a white uh first generation uh z car uh, essentially the interior is nothing but but a cage and a dash some very beautiful seats and uh it's it's powered by a uh a, a, a gallo a gallo 26 <laughs> <laughs> only only right. a true nerd will get that right now but that was funny there moving on so uh, it, it's powered by an rb26 so it's a resto mod this car is a resto mod however what makes it unique is that it's a non-turbo rb26 uh, i don't believe nissan ever made one so this is obviously a custom application correct uh they, they took the rb26 uh, det modified it put some independent throttle bodies on it uh high compression and this car is just a screamer. It's just what I thought, you know, when this car came out in 2015, it was just a great balance in the car, uh, great uh, nod to the car, keeping it non-turbo and just, you know, having the responsiveness to it, having the power, but just being a balanced car uh, as a whole. So so that was 2015. That's the car. So what I want to talk about today is that uh, this next phase uh, that was on an article here through uh, – it looks like Sung's Garage, which is actually, I guess, his personal blog, Correct. Uh, whatever it is, right? So uh, it's going through a new phase, and uh, what that's going to be is going to be twin turbo. So they're actually taking that engine, uh, either modifying it or just getting another uh, RB26 and going to twin turbo routes. Let's call it what it is. I'm just going to say right now, if we got any Nissan people, corporate on the line, send them a damn RB26 twin turbo, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. I mean, yeah. he's famous, you know, he's going to put it on a blog. You know, you're going to have a million people wanting to buy that damn engine. You're trying to pump those out, Nismo. Send the man an engine, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. So, I don't know, just my two cents. Yeah. But, right. but, yeah, I mean, that, as far as him wanting to go RB26 DTT. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I, that, that's actually kind of what the question. Uh, I, I, I really liked what he was, what he had in the, first, in the, the original application. It's all about balance, but... Yeah. You know, everybody and their mother does that RB. Well, I shouldn't say everybody and their mother. Everybody who does the RB swap does. It's still a, a, an amazing, amazing car. And it's probably one of the most, probably the, one of the, in the top five most famous 240Zs that are out there as of late. You know, I, I would say it rivals can, like position number five or, or number four. Easy. Yeah. I don't think it's up there, but it's, it's a pretty, it's a damn cool car for everything they put into it. So it definitely has notoriety. It's got a Hot Wheels for Christ's sakes, you know, so. <laughs> it does, it does. That, that's, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the series of hot wheels was sort of modeled after this car. It's got the wide body kit and, and, and the, the mirror, I think the, the fender mirrors and all that. Right. So uh, I was going to say, and it's, it's just proof that a project is never finished. You could be sponsored by Gretty, which this car was and have this thing <laughs> meticulously detailed, restored. It was a, you know, a rotisserie restoration <laughs> or a build and it's never finished. It's just like, you know, he, I'll be honest, he did call it a, uh, a he wanted to become a, a gentleman's racer. That's sort of the theme that he has. He says, just like everybody, you're as you mature, the car matures as well and your tastes change. So that's that's the idea. It's a project. It just keeps on going. I'm going to say it's probably too loud for him now. That's what's going on. Too loud. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's pretty stripped out. It's amazing, but it's just it is. I think when he was in it, I think Jay Leno said the same thing. It was like, oh, too loud. Just. Now that I think about the the video, you could barely hear them talk through the microphone. It seems yeah. like <laughs> it's a little noisy. And then he, he Jay Leno goes to son goes, "It's a little noisy." And son's like, "What?" He goes, "It's a little noisy." I was like, "Good case in point," you know. So, but uh, you know, I anything that's going to happen in that car is going to happen at a uh, at a top notch level. I'm sure they're going to do some amazing stuff with it. You know, he's got a really good eye. He's used, uh, he uses some of the best guys in the business out there in California. And I think they're just going to put together, uh, they're just going to keep adding. This is like adding sprinkles onto the amazing Sunday that it already <laughs> is. So, you know, before we let this go, though, I did want to say one thing. And I'm not, well, I'm going to switch away. I'm going to take a little sidestep. 
Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious. I yes. realize that they're talking about yeah. they're talking about shooting cars to the moon or Mars for the next one, or and then Cardi B's I don't know going to ride a tricycle. You know I don't know I don't know what what they're trying to do for the next one. But I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to give you Fast and Furious. I'm going to give you the revival that Baby Yoda gave back to Star Wars. All right, you give us a Han origin. That's Interesting. it. Twenty-five million right there. Cut it's my it. check. <laughs> Cut my check. This is it. I'm giving you a ten. I like you know what? Screw that. Give me, give me, uh, give me son's old engine. Ship it three <laughs> miles below the crust. Ship it three miles under the crust of the Earth down to me. It's almost like a Star Wars spinoff now, where you're talking about origins of like which one have they done? They were doing come like Obi Wan now. It's this is the sung uh, Han version of, of the of, moment of we knew about Yoda. When he came out in the 80s, you knew you just wanted to see that guy with a lightsaber. It took us 20-something years to see that fool with a lightsaber. And then all we wanted to see is a young guy with a lightsaber in that. Now we got a baby Yoda. You know what we want. I'm telling you right now, we all knew that we wanted a Han story. We wanted the only Asian character in the damn show that went for (laughs) racing. We finally get him. You kill him off. And we can't get a damn oranges. I'm just saying you died too soon. Well, you know, you should. I should mention though, too which is really junior. crazy because you know, too soon, Jr. Uh, you know, he, he had number. Okay, it, it, okay, we're noting that on on Fast and Furious. Here. We are going to obviously that. in Tokyo Drift, the third installment of the series, right? <laughs> That's where he 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 dies. Now, number was it four or five? Uh, five. That's where you see him again. Where essentially you see his connection with Toretto. You know the, the series in a whole. You, you kind of have to just shift. You have to, even though they're you know numbered one, two, three, four, five, all of them. You kind of have to shift them into the Fast and Furious universe, yeah, which yeah. one happened first. So it's really ridiculous. But yeah. I won't lie. I've heard that they're bringing him back again. I don't know how. I don't. I don't, I don't care. I want him to. At this point, Fast he was the only good because rep- representation's important right now. Yeah, representation's always been important. And, and God damn it, we need <laughs> hey, <laughs> children listeners, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Gosh darn it, we need yeah. we need him in a movie. Now, tell Cardi B that we're not going to need her right now. We'll call her later, we'll and call. let's let, let's concentrate on what's important right now. All right, quit trying to ship, send us to the moon, and stop us jumping from building to building in these well, movies. And we don't stop jumping from cars. The, the car's fine enough. We can stay inside here. Just give me some good, honest racing, some good, honest action, an occasional love scene, a side boob. I'm good. That's it. That's it. That's it right there. It will sell. That's it. Well, okay, I should say, though, too, is that obviously we know that the uh, the story of the Fast and Furious saga has gotten to be so preposterous that it doesn't really matter. If, if Han came back in a DeLorean, you know, we would go, oh, that fits. That's You fine. know what? It matter yeah. anymore. Just have fun with How it. How dare you? How no. dare you? How dare you shake a stick no. at the uh, at the Fast and Furious I, I, franchise? All right, all right, <laughs> all right. Moving on. All right. Okay. okay uh, yeah. <laughs> we nerded out. Drop it. Well, well right. again, just getting back to Han in general. Uh, sorry, Sung Kang in general. I would say though, just props to him for keeping. He really has mm-hmm. used the car as a tool to to promote enthusiasm within yeah. the car community. So props for him for that. He didn't have to do that. And I'm really glad he did. Yeah. And I, I am a fan. So yeah. thanks for uh, raising the prices of uh, S30 by uh, S30s all across the world by at least five to ten thousand dollars. I'm just kidding. No, but <laughs> but it, <laughs> moving on, we got other stuff to cover. So we got uh, some honorable mentions we got to go for for the day. Right, right. So what I wanted to do, I know it had been uh, just a moment that we've uh, since our last episode, and obviously. <laughs> this, these episodes can get very long-winded in sometimes, but there have been some really good stories and really good headlines that just very quickly I do want to share. And uh, I do have links to these stories, so for anybody who is interested, go to our episode notes, and I'm going to leave these links for you. So here are some quick headlines to kind of just let you know what else is happening in the quick. Nissan right now. I'm talking quick. Time me on this one. I, I think I got this down. All right. I'm going to count. Go. All right. First story is... Nissan's has a debut of the 2021 Nissan Armada and the Kicks. They did a live stream. Check that out. Next one Time. is, yeah, 
the, the Nissan Z Proto is on American soil. Of course, last time we talked about it, it was in Yokohama. If you look at your various social media and the internet, it's actually made its way to California, uh, Nashville. It's at the, it had been, at least at one point, uh, at the uh, American headquarters. Time. That. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Nissan's plant in Tennessee has manufactured its 14th millionth vehicle, 14 million, million vehicles out of the one plant's if you want to know which vehicle it is, check out the episode notes. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next one. Nissan dealerships are so confident. This is actually, I, I love this. They are so confident that you'll love their 2021 Rogue that they are offering you test drives of the Toyota RAV4. How I'm going to give you extra time. I will allow it because I saw this article and I wanted to talk about it. So why... Why? Why are we doing that? And I get it. It's a it's a pretty ballsy move. Yeah. You know, but come on. Now, let's just say this. I, I think, I mean, it's all numbers. It's sales data out there. The Rogue has been uh, one selling vehicle in the, co- in, in the country, in the United yeah. States. Yeah. It is the lights. It's, it's the bread and butter of Nissan. And I guess I'm assuming at this point, sales are still looking very, very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a flagship car it, it's it really a flagship is. vehicle they, they've sold the hell they sold the piss out of those things yeah and I, i'm not too sure whether this is a, an all new i would assume this might be just an all new rogue it's probably why they're promoting it so heavily right now but for them to put a competitor's vehicle on the lot and say hey test it you do whatever you want we're, we're that confident I, I like the edginess of it i mean well you know what, the big thing is yeah nissan and toyota are always headbutting i mean toyota's a, a, a much larger company here much larger company than Nissan. But I wouldn't think I would see something like this coming from in Japan. You know what I mean? But here on the U.S. soil, I could see us taking like quick little jabs at the competition like this. But when I saw it, I was like, I, I just didn't think I would see something like that coming out of Nissan. I'm not saying that it's, it's not funny and humorous, but at the same time, you know, maybe it is telling people like, hey, Maybe we're making a better car. Maybe we want you to look at us. We have enough confidence in our vehicles that we want you to test drive our competitions, and mm-hmm. then you'll still buy our cars. I'm just gonna say though that you wouldn't, you don't see this at other with other competitors. You don't see <laughs> McDonald's offering you a a Whopper to to taste test or, or a sample. You don't see Coke trying to sell you a a can of Pepsi to to prove to you like at at the store. Yeah, I I saw that and I felt like there was something more behind it. Like maybe a a couple dealerships did it or something like that. I mean, good point. I mean, I'm not saying it's every dealership, but I would say, uh, you know what? It got the headline and Hey, the reason why we mentioned it, it's, it's pretty cool. I like, I like the confidence. I'll put it that way. I agree. I agree. Can I go with one more? I got one more quick one. Time. Boom. All right. There is a rumor that Nissan is in talks uh, with a startup company to produce electrified pickups. About time. About time. Um, it's obviously the trend. Cars are crazy right now. And then obviously, uh, what was it, last year with the Tesla? Or was it earlier this year? The Tesla truck, cyber truck. Uh, I can tell you right now, Nissan is not partnering with Tesla. You're not going to get a Nissan cyber truck. <laughs> but uh, if you want to read the article, again, go to our show notes. And I'll tell you about it, about essentially a an exchange of uh, parts bins to where we get some, uh, maybe we might get some electrified uh, components to help us expedite the process. And I this company this. trim components. Yeah, I will say this. Volkswagen has already kind of has has been doing some amazing things with rejuven- rejuvenating some of their old classics, like the the old uh, uh, Volkswagen van. Uh, I heard mm-hmm. is coming back here soon. Um, why can't we get like something small and tight and compact like the old, I don't know, like the old Datsun 620s or the yeah. 720s? Not, not, <laughs> not, I know, I know, because I'm a 620. You just stumbled right? into, oh, you know, just like the 620. We're well, both 620. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. You know what? I'll, I'll even take it a hair. Uh, you know, I, I see where you're going. I see yeah. some fate. Yeah. You're throwing the favoritism stick at me. I don't like it. doesn't taste good. I'm, I'm going to just tell you right now. Okay, let, let's go with the most, mm, the highest selling probably truck that Nissan did before the frontier. Let's call it the hard body, right? So you take the hard body and I'm talking about size wise. I'm not talking to take the same damn hard body. I'm talking, take a modernized version, styling, blah, blah, blah. And you take that with a small truck and you yep. bring back the small mini truck with EV. I'm telling you right now, it's going to hey. sell like, like hotcakes. I'm telling you. 
that actually brings up a really good point, though, too, because everybody, okay, let's just talk about the sports cars in general. Uh, all the American cars, you know, again, your mus- your your car, your American sports cars look like the older muscle cars of of the generation of the '60s and '70s, right? You see a lot of features in older Z cars in the new model Proto Z, right? You're seeing this resurgence. It hasn't been done with pickups too much at, at all, really. I mean, I've seen some paint jobs on some old, uh, you know, F1, like a new F150 with uh, a two-tone paint that looks like a 70s pickup or, or Chevy does it too. But if they did that with Nissan, dare I say, make it look close to a 620. Go for it. Well, let's call it what it is. People, side, like, man. people are liking and appreciating the original style from the 70s, the original lines. Yep. You know, they're, they're appreciating the original custom, the vintage and the antiquity of these original cars and they're, and the love, they're falling in love with those designs. So yeah. why not take uh, the original designs of like, I don't know, the, the 620, the 720, the hard bodies and just update those and then, and give it a, give it a new heart. Right? You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like you took one of your, like you took your grandpa and yeah, I like my grandpa, <laughs> but he doesn't get around as much as he used to robotic legs. <laughs> Boom! You put pants on the you put pants on the robotics legs. You can't tell. Grandpa still and he's flooring it. Grandpa he's can move again. now. He can <laughs> jump. He can go vertical. I'm just, he's got ups. He's got game. I'm just saying. But needless to say, my point being that a restylization vehicle with a new heart because not everybody's liking the e world right now. I can tell you right now, if you put the e heart into a restylized loved vehicle that already has a a fan base on it you're you're nothing but win baby that's it you're gonna make it i I like that though a mini truck electrified that's a segment that kind of faded away that needs to come back personally i like it do that do that for four years nissan make your billions of dollars you know what i'll tell you what i'll even forego my truck you don't have to send my truck three miles down the cross i'll take the idx (laughs) <laughs> you make the don't even I don't even want an IDX. Just make the IDX or make a new version. Electrified of it. IDX. Now, oh, now, dude, now. forget it. Forget it. Ooh. Where's here's my money? Take oh, it. We're daydreaming, man. It feels so good though. It does. It feels really good to think about that, doesn't it? You know it? what I'm gonna do? Well, if I see if I see these Nissan execs next time I see them, I'm just gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to hostage take one of these people and just. <laughs> We're not hey. hostage taste like in a, into a, a den or something, like to a bar. But we're going to hostage take them to a Is bar. Like all your other persuasive tactics. You take them to a bar, you, you get you get them a little sauced. And, uh, <laughs> and next thing you know, we got an IDX and the world thanks Miles. And everybody can leave me their, I don't know, their... Uh, their center caps or their hood ornaments. The center cap. Um, we'll be we'll be signing the uh, the glove box doors one day. There you go. I'll be signing yeah. the glove box I'll doors one day. That. <laughs> Makeup Miles and Mike hey. version, a nerd version. Oh, forget it. Just, all right, just, all right. Time, time, <laughs> time. That is that is the last one. All right, okay. all right. We got so, more stuff to cover. Yes, We're getting... moving on. We want to go to motorsports <laughs> updates. Miles, oh you... man, in a year of forgotten motorsports and the age of the apocalypse, 2020, we had some damn fine racing this year. So. Nissan, we knew this and we talked about this in prior episodes, that Nissan was going to cut the motorsports because they were financially cutting back, right? We knew this was going to happen. I talked about it. We all knew it. No big surprises. So we knew that this was all going to kind of cut back a little bit. So Nissan was still strong in the Super GT platform. We, The U.S. market hasn't quite caught on to it. I follow it. A lot of other people follow it. And then... There's other racing that's going on with other Nissan platforms. But I can tell you, I want to talk about the Super GT because it did so well this year. I was really surprised. Um, and the, there's GT500 and there's GT300. 500, we did really good all year long. But we didn't win it, it unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Acura ended up taking it in an NSX. Whatever. They did pretty good. Um, I do want to say that all the other teams, <coughs> Calsonic, um, were doing great. And they did a really good year. But what blew me away was the GT300. And we knew that Nissan was going to put a lot more love into the 300, uh, the GT300 <clears throat> series this year. And they did. And uh, they, it, it shows. The Realize uh, GTR team, uh, that technical college one that I always kind of hoot and holler about, those guys killed it. They ended up taking it. So 
I'm telling you. Oh yeah. Um, they, they, this is going to mean. I hope this is going to mean big things for next year. I hope we're going to see some really good um, uh, racing and uh, Nissan involvement. Um, so yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, yeah, that's everything that's kind of going on for for this year. That's how Super GT that race just ended about a week or so ago, and that was um, uh, Fujinama and the Oliveira. Uh, they ended up taking uh, those two drivers ended up uh, driving it home and for the win in that uh, in that class, which was crazy because they were like um, out of all the other GT300s that Nissan was backing, you know, they weren't exactly the favorite, and they ended up just killing it. So kudos <laughs> to them. So. <clears throat> Nice, 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 nice. I've got some F1 news, uh, unless you've got something else you'd want to share in motorsports. Okay, so uh, I have been following on F1. Now, sometimes uh, it might seem like a stretch, but the Infinity brand is in F1. It's Infinity Renault, right? It's Mm -hmm. commonly known as Renault, so I'm just going to talk about them real quick. Since we last spoke, uh, Infinity Renault should have had uh, two third-place finishes, Two races, which was very, very successful. I believe they were consecutive at that point. But uh, currently, uh, there are two drivers, uh, Ricardo, Daniel Ricardo. Well, I was going to say, I knew you were going to talk about Ricardo. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Get a, get a he's room. the one who got third. Yeah, he, he's he's the guy. He, he was, had it. But you mentioned him first, which means there's a boy crush there. Me? No. no. What? No. Well, he's a good Just person. A little bit. I, I like his personality. If I had to pick between the two, hey, Danny Rick is the guy, man. He's, he's, <laughs> I love sweet, guy. luscious lips. What? what I, mean? I love his personality. What are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, but but no, in reality, he's an amazing driver. I like him too as well. Very cocky, but that's one of his, uh, that's part of his personality. I would agree with you. All right. I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. No worries, and no go worries. with your love obsession and go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, as far as driver standings at the moment, uh, Danny Ricardo is in fifth. The other teammate, uh, Esteban Ocon, is in twelfth. Mm. And as a constructor, Renault Infinity is currently in fifth place. Uh, they are about twelve points behind McLaren, which is their closest competitor at the moment, uh, and they have a very comfortable a lead ahead of Ferrari. So at, at the moment. Fifth place is looking, it's going to happen. The final race of F1 is actually happening this Sunday. As we're talking about it right now, it's literally in less than 12 hours from now here. So uh, I'm very, very excited. This is the last race of the season. This is the last chance for Renault, uh, Infinity Renault, to go ahead and and see if they can beat out McLaren uh, for the season. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. So by the next uh, time we record, I'll definitely have an answer for you. and let you know what kind of drama, what kind of action... uh, actually came out of it so forget for those who are f1 fans hey have fun with it and that's uh we'll talk about it next time all right so uh if that's motorsports that uh, is motorsports it is motorsports we have our uh good old trusty back alley chat miles oh well you know back alley chat let's see here we just finished off half of the holidays we're not quite into christmas so let's talk about consumerism <laughs> it's at an all-time high no it's at an all-time it's, high if you will it is so, whether it's person or online yeah uh you know let's go with the uh, with the ugly the ugly side of consumerism and it's uh royal rumble day if you will black friday why not black friday special so a lot of these i think black eye friday as i like to call it i can go ahead <laughs> Black Eye Friday. So uh, obviously, due to the the whole uh, pandemic, a lot of a lot of retailers, no matter where they are, have have resorted to just online sales, which is nice. You know, I I prefer not to have the Black Eye. It's it's kind of nice, but uh, so mm-hmm. a lot of others did. But getting into the automotive community, you know, a lot of these retailers uh, and shops, uh, honestly, a lot of it is online already. So. Lots and lots of specials, no matter what generation of Nissan, uh, what car you have. Great, great specials. And obviously, like you said, in the name of consumerism, a lot of people are they're going to splurge on their ride. So I wanted to ask you, uh, what did you buy anything this year during Black Friday? Or, or if you haven't, what ha- what's the most expensive thing you have bought during Black Friday for your car? Oh, what did I buy? I ended up buying some... Um some a uh, bunch of interior parts for the z32 um okay. i bought uh i sent off my headlights to get redone for hids because mm. i am getting old and my 
eyes are fading me, so I need to blind all other drivers so I can just kind of see where I'm going. So I went with these like uh, converted nighttime deer lights into uh, the original Z32 headlights so I can see where I'm going. So damn be everyone else. I'm going to get where I need to be. <laughs> so I did that, bought some interior pieces. I bought new Datsun 620 uh, door skins from uh, Skillet. I'll put it out there. Thank you. Yeah. A little, little name drop. Hopefully he'll give me 10% off the next thing I buy. But uh, if you don't know that uh, those guys from the old Datsun stuff, some pretty cool stuff, all made out of metal powder coat. Anyway, name drop. It was pretty cool. I liked it. And then what else did I buy? Jesus Christ. Let me, I'm looking at my wall of crap that I bought because it is literally holding up half of the bunker down here. Let me see here. <laughs> Hot Wheels JDM Legends, uh, the Hot Wheels, they finally hit, but uh, okay. all, all USOBs went to the uh, Walmarts and the Targets and bought them all up. So now I got to buy them on eBay like a peasant. Oh. So uh, yeah. I had to go get all those. And you know, the coolest thing that I found was somebody had the gumption. Gumption, that's the, the word gumption. I haven't used. That is, that is, that is the, that's the word of the day right there. The gumption to reproduce something that was never done before, that you could only get in Japan. So you've been to Zama. You saw the little cool plates that they had with the Zs. Oh, yeah. Like it said, Nissan, uh, Nostalgic, or whatever it was, like Nissan Motorworks or whatever. I can't remember what the wording was. And then it would have like a Z in the middle or it would have the actual lettering of the car. Like it was really sexy and nice, but they were done in metal. Yeah. Um, a guy that was, uh, you know, on one of the forums made them. And it is the coolest thing that I could ever buy for $20. Well, <laughs> that is wrong the way it came out. It is equally as cool as something that I could buy for $20 other places. But this was a much better buy without the tears the next day. So this, or the uh, this was, yeah, or, or this shot. So the tattoo, but uh, yes, this is very cool. Um, a guy named Mike Patterson, uh, you might know him from the old TwinTurbo.net days. Um, okay. He's on some of the Z32 forums. He's producing those now. Um, I'm pretty sure he's almost sold out of it, but he he ran like a hundred or two hundred of those, and they're like selling like hot cakes. Man, hot cakes is like the word of the day. Mm -hmm. But uh, dude, I bought two. I absolutely love them. Mm. and uh and they just i don't know it's super uh, super super classy thing i've been wanting them for years when i went to japan i thought i was gonna be able to buy one i couldn't get one it's the only thing i was bummed out about not getting um from what i could tell he's gonna produce them he said he may produce them for some of the other models so if you get a chance to check him out i know he's on some of the z32 trading stuff trading groups on facebook check nice. him out michael patterson cool stuff um, I really dug it. I loved them. I got it. Good quality piece. What what uh what did you buy? I don't think I I think we skipped over it for a second there. Oh, what? it was a Z license plate. Z um, license plate. So, yeah, but it's the ones like if you ever open up a book about Zama and you all saw the cars lined up, they all have license plates. They're the ones okay. from Nissan that you can't get. They only have them specifically for the Heritage Garage up there. But he produced he he took the same oh. designs. I don't know how he did it, but he produced them. Oh, cool. So we could actually buy them. So it's very I like cool. It. I wish I wish Nismo would actually do them themselves, but I would imagine if Nismo did it though, it's going to cost about forty three thousand dollars. Oh, four hundred thirty nine. <laughs> maybe they include it free with the with the Skyline rebuild. That'd uh, be well, nice. I think he. Why? <laughs> why are you so ugly? I see that you're hateful. You're spiteful. And so filled with venom. You're, oh my god. And, and you're churish. Real churish. All right. <laughs> So tell me, you obviously bought some stuff. You want to talk about it. Go ahead. Let's talk about you. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So the name of the game for me this year for Black Friday was uh, the 300ZX, uh, my, my 300. So the next item on the list for that car was suspension. Sorry, I should say wheels in suspension in general. The car has been doing great. However, I had these coilovers. And, you know, when you start the lower car, the... Uh, alignment doesn't really work out the best you start wearing through you start eating through tires right so the next item on my list was control arms adjustable control arms and so that's what i did uh i'll do i'll give a shout out to uh, z1 motorsports and their uh crazy black friday special and oh, man, uh, they always have the best black friday deals so oh it's much. great it's great absolutely so on the 300 in general there are 10 adjustable control arms there's a uh, uh, you know, in the rear, you've got uh, six. In the front, you've got four. Uh, and then uh, to go through that many arms, uh, I think it was just nearly uh, 
maybe just over a, a grand to to get all of them. But I did get the uh, complimentary air freshener, so I felt like it was a justified purchase. I, I love it. So I've got the 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 uh, the nice little promo on that one. So I I enjoyed that. So now, and this is all in the name of uh, ZCon twenty twenty one, right? Uh, we'll get to that later. But control arms going in. Might even I've got some wheels. I actually bought some extended studs. Uh, all all four corners as well. So by the that time means, this this car that means I got to install that for you, don't I? I have been meaning to go ahead and set up a time with you, man. We can head. Fine, I'll do it. Fine, because I know you only have like two tools in your toolbox. Jesus, me? A, ah, yeah, I actually That's... bought the uh, stud installer tool. <laughs> the nice little. Uh... You mean your hammer? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is that what they're called? <laughs> That's no, exactly there's an entire kit. There's a specific tool for yeah. it. I'm not going to go into this because I'm not going to teach you about tools while we're live on the air. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But yeah, of course, oh. uh, we'll we'll get that done for you so we can get you safely yeah. to ZCon next year. And then I don't know. So I'll, I'll definitely I'll safely <laughs> say that by uh, ZCon 2021 here, Colorado Springs. Shout out to those guys. Uh, I'll have my 300 with me, permitting everything goes well, and uh, it should have a nice stance to it. The wheels properly, uh, uh, they're not sunken in, you know, you, you've seen those rides before. Just, you know they're not done, and it's just a huge, it's an eyesore. My, mine should not be an eyesore this year, so I'm, I'm actually really excited for that. So That's my Black Friday. Well, we'll have to cool the ladies off at the state line. Back, back. So, back, back, back. He's just a man. You. He's just a man. He's not a god. Back. Just <laughs> so pretty good. That's a lot of memories that we made right now. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm happy with that. You know? I like it. I like it too. I like it too. So all right. Let's just let's call time. 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 So <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we covered a lot. This this episode went a little long. We talked a lot. We chatted a lot. We loved. We lived. We loved. We prayed. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. I'm really glad we got to uh, spend some time together and uh, be able to reflect on the last uh, couple weeks here. It's, it's, it's good for the soul. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I've been down here too long. Uh, <laughs> I can feel like I can hear my own thoughts. I smell, I smell like no man should smell. I'll put it that way. It's, it's so. that spam you were eating earlier. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, 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 you don't know that <laughs> my friend. So, but uh, yeah. I think we're good. Episode in the bag. We got a lot. We got a lot coming up down the pipeline. Yes, um, we do. We've had a lot of interviews planned. With 2020, we've been kind of nice. I mean, we started in 2020 of all the damn things. I mean, if you think about it, Mike, this might be our last episode for 2020. Uh, you know, it could be. I uh, I, I want to sneak one more in there. One, or you know what? I say we try to get one more episode for end of 2020. Because 2021, we have a big revamp coming out. We've got a lot of articles, a lot of interviews, a lot of articles, a lot of articles that we're dropping, a lot of inter- new news for Nissan, a lot of stuff coming out that we can't really talk about right now. And then uh, we've got some interviews coming up. The newest one that we'll be having is uh, Mad Mike Taylor. Uh, we should have him uh, coming on talking about his life, his ambition, what he wants to do when he grows up, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> So we'll have him on hopefully here soon. And uh, that'll always be a fun. Always a, a fun, character, man. I, I'm always looking for a character. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to try to get Mr. Brian Thompson. Uh, he was actually the designer of the Pulsar and a lot of other cool cars in the 80s. He's been a good friend of the show for a while. We got to have him on um, and a few other pokes. I'm not going to do much. I'm not going to do too much name dropping, but we got to get back to doing uh, these interviews and doing some cool stuff for you folks uh, coming up the next year. If you again. If you have anything for us, anything that we need to know about, any news in your neck of the woods, anything that's starting to blossom as these uh, COVID um, restrictions start easing up when we get into January and February, do not hesitate to send that to us. It doesn't matter to us. We'll always make a mention of it because we're a community. We have to share those things and we care about your feelings. That sounds weird, (laughs) but... Uh, I should say, yes, contact us at uh, info at nissannerd.com. You know, this this podcast is meant to be a like a soapbox for you guys. If you've got something that you've been organizing as an event, uh, whatever it may be, and you're really hoping to get some uh, awareness, 
talk to us. Let's go ahead and or share it with, with all the listeners as well, no matter where you're at. Come talk. This is a safe area. This is a safe, safe space. Zone. This is why safe we're here. Come here. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Uh, oh, uh, that feels so good. Well, on that note, I'm going to tell all of you out there that are listening, get in your garage, turn those wrenches, make something cool. <laughs> and that does wrap up another episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Miles, come by. Come by. Cheers. Cheers. All right, buddy. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't put the music on yet? There's, we still got the budget for that? The budget? Oh, music? now you're asking me about the budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast, hosted by Miles Hall and Mike Delashman. New episodes are released every other Monday and can be found on the podcast network of your choice. If you like what you hear, write us a review, give us five stars, and it would help us out a lot. You can find content added regularly to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. So be sure to like and follow. And lastly, you can contact us at info at NissanNerd.com. Let us share events happening in your area and provide us suggestions for future content on the Nissan Nerd Podcast.